0: Changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with some instant inspiration from Chicken Soup for the Soul. Today, I want to talk about a disease that affects almost every family at some point, and that's Alzheimer's or one of the other kinds of dementia. They're all basically the same in the way that they manifest, no matter what they're called. At some point, those senior moments become more alarming. And often, people will even take themselves to the doctor to find out what's going on. I've always been fascinated by what it's like to get the diagnosis of Alzheimer's, to actually know what's coming. And when we made our hugely successful book about living with Alzheimer's and other dementias three years ago, we had a whole chapter in the book with stories from the patients themselves and many other stories from their family members talking about those early days after the diagnosis. I want to share two of those stories with you today. And then at the end of the podcast, I'll tell you how you can win a copy of Chicken Soup for the Soul, Living with Alzheimer's and Other Dementias, that you can use for yourself, or you can have sent to someone who you think really needs the book. Lois Bennett, who was a psychologist, actually wrote a story for us about the day she got her diagnosis. It was published in our book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Think Positive. She had been driving up a mountainside in the Shenandoah Valley when her cell phone rang, and someone at her doctor's office very bluntly told her she had Alzheimer's. She had told that story again in a memoir that she wrote about her first 12 months after the diagnosis. So lots of people read that story. And when Lois showed up at her 60-year high school reunion, Many of her classmates came up to her to wish her well and to see how she was doing. One man said that every time he drove through the Shenandoah Valley in Virginia, he thought of her. But because of the Alzheimer's, Lois couldn't figure out what he was talking about. Why was driving through the Shenandoah Valley something that triggered him thinking about her? So she just smiled at him, and then she figured it out later. Lois smiled and faked her way through the whole evening. She found herself just smiling and nodding as if she understood her classmates, and they either didn't notice or they pretended not to. Lois said, regardless of my planning or how much I rest prior to an event, once I start getting tired, usually after two hours or so, the confusion and poor memory take over. Then I know it's time to get to the safety of home and family. On this evening, I started counting the minutes until my daughter would drive me home, where I could close my eyes and relax. I wanted to feel safe again. And she concluded her story by saying, how does one socialize when living with Alzheimer's disease? Very carefully and with much anxiety. Another story that really fascinated me about living with Alzheimer's was by Sue Watkins. Sue and her husband Lou started down the path to diagnosis when, for the second month in a row, Lou could not balance their checkbook. This was a man who had worked in the finance industry for more than 50 years. Numbers were his thing. So, for him to have trouble balancing the checkbook was unthinkable. But there it was. So, they went off to the doctor. And after Lou was diagnosed, the couple's first inclination was to just withdraw from life. But the more they learned about the disease, the more they realized they could still engage in their normal activities. And the more open they were with their friends and relatives, the more understanding and support they got. They had actually been making plans to drop out of a group they were in that traveled to play golf, and they were going to drop out of a number of other social activities too. But fortunately, their friends wouldn't hear of it. As they explained, they were all getting older and everyone would face challenges along the way and they would face them together. So they went out with their friends and Lou put his wonderful sense of humor to work while playing golf, telling his friends when he lost track of his score or he didn't know which hole he was playing. So they had spent the first year following the diagnosis, learning about the disease, and they spent the second year living their lives again. They loved to travel And actually, a couple of months prior to the diagnosis, they had taken a cruise to Canada and Alaska. And Sue says, within a short time, Lou didn't remember anything about it. I thought, why spend money on trips he won't remember? But then she says she realized it isn't about what he does or doesn't remember. Life is really about living in the moment. So during that second year, the couple took some golf trips They took a 19-day cruise through the Panama Canal, and they took two road trips, one to Oregon and another one to Arizona. And one late afternoon, Sue and Lou were sitting on the bank of a river with their friends, watching the fishing and rafting, when Lou turned to Sue and said, We are having the best time. I'm sorry I won't be able to remember it. Now, we have many stories in our book about people who emerge from their dementia, and re-engaged with their loved ones at surprising times. And they show a recall of family history that their loved ones thought was lost. So we don't really know what people do and don't remember as they start to disappear inside their Alzheimer's disease. And who's to say that all those trips and activities don't create some kind of afterglow in the psyche of a person with dementia? Perhaps the joy of those activities and those new discoveries lingers even if the specific details are lost. If you want to read some tips about living with dementia from our book, then please go to our website, chickensoup.com, and click on the podcast button. You'll see all the books that are featured this week on our podcast, and you can click on the Living with Alzheimer's book cover and read some tips that may really help you. And if you'd like a chance to win a free signed copy of Chicken Soup for the Soul, Living with Alzheimer's and Other Dementias, Here's what you do. Follow me on Twitter if you haven't already. My handle is at Amy Newmark. And then retweet any of my tweets about this podcast by the end of the day on August 22nd. I'll pick five people at random, and I'll let you know if you're one of the winners. And then you'll give your address to our webmaster, and I will sign a book and send it off to you or anyone you choose anywhere in the United States. Come back Wednesday for some stories that are just plain fun, this time about the friendliest, wackiest dogs you've ever met. And come back Friday to join me in a conversation with Joan London about caring for elderly parents and spouses. Joan has some great tips for all of us.